Hey everyone, and welcome to the HR Vision Podcast. I'm your host, Ivo, and every week I'm going to have a conversation that matters about HR. This week, I have with me Jennifer Lepper. Welcome, Jennifer. How are you? Good, thanks, Eva. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Uh, Jennifer is a, a lead consultant at Forvision, and today we're going to take a different route. We're going to talk about the consultancy life and a, a bit of, of HR tech, of course, sharing the expertise that Jennifer has. So, Jennifer, are you ready? I am. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, let's start like we, we, normally, we normally start. So, I'm going to ask you, yeah, just to share a bit about your about who you are and in and, and your in your experience in the field of, uh, of HR tech. Okay. Um, well, I'm obviously a lead consultant um, and I've been doing HR now for probably getting close to 20 years. Um, I originally started as an accountant and uh, I think it was a logical move into um, tech because it's very, it, it's a very logical, it's very number kind of driven and there's there's certain logic about it. Uh, so I was always very interested in the HR side and um, working in the HR side of the business and um, managing people and that sort of thing. And so for me, it was a natural progression from um, moving from an accountant, which was very numbers driven and mm -hmm. a little bit not too people driven, uh, moving into um, into the people side of it and a providing a software solution for people. So I enjoy, I really enjoy being a consultant. I enjoy um, helping uh, people and organisations uh, develop a, a good HR package. Um, and I used to do payroll as well. So that's that, that's another thing. Uh, and so I yeah. really enjoy doing the um doing that whole uh, providing a, a software solution for businesses so that they can um, look after their um, the people within their business and also produce all the legislative stuff that they have to do. Um, so that's that's what I really enjoy doing. All right. Um, you said you started in account as an accountant. Uh, yes. When when did uh, when did you feel that that uh, you know that uh, HR calling at some point. You were tired with the numbers. You want you wanted to have more people in your life. What what happened there? <laughs> yeah, I think as an accountant, um, it can be very stressful when you're doing month end and year end and things like that. And I moved into a, a small business, and so I was managing the accounting and also the people side of it. And I found that I really enjoyed doing the people side of it so that um, uh, and managing the people side of it. So it was kind of a dual role. And from there, I thought I didn't want to do month end and year end anymore. Uh, the number crunching was getting a bit much. And so for me, it was a natural progression into moving into um, consultancy. Um, and it just so happened that the consultancy area I moved into was HR and payroll. So, All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, and that um, that move to towards HR was uh, was sudden, was a natural progression, was within the same company. Um, you know, I, I guess, yeah, numbers are one thing. I guess software and tech yeah. for HR is is another. So, was did you did a training? Did you how how did you move to that uh, to that area, or just the I company you worked with gave you yeah. the opportunity? 
I think I've always had, I started um, working um, on computers um, very early on. Uh, and so the first computers I, I worked on were tape systems. And yeah. so, yeah, so yeah, it was a long wow. time ago. Wow, and so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I was very interested in the computer side of it. And so the tech side of it, because I've, I've had a natural affinity towards it, um, is it uh, organizations that I work for have utilized my skills in that area. So and understanding software and getting software to do the things that you wanted to do. I think um, particularly, you know, um, when there was the DOS era, you know, you had the blue screen of death. Um, wow. So, yeah. <laughs> It's a yeah. long time ago. And and so that sort of thing really interested me. And also um, creating systems where you had information available at your um, fingertips. You didn't have to go hunting through spreadsheets and things like that. So you could have that information available to you. So, yes, yeah, so it was a kind of a natural progression from accounting into tech into HR and, and managing uh, that side of the business. So it was, uh, yeah, it was a bit of a journey, but uh, yeah, I've always enjoyed it. And I think one of the things I always enjoy is a challenge. So it's, you know, and updating my skills and, and keeping those skills up to date, which is very important in HR, or actually in tech, you've got to keep um, your skills up to date, you've got to understand your legislation and you've got to make sure that you're keeping up with the latest trends and things like that. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, indeed. Um, so you moved into into this area of of HR slowly, I guess. Did you did you get to the to the consultant uh, side of it real quick or internally you were just setting up systems to get the best out of the, the HR processes? How, 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 did you, how did you get into consultancy? Okay. So what happened was I moved countries because I, uh, I was in New Zealand and I came to Australia and I wanted a, a career change and a role came up in um, HR and consultancy. And so I thought I would apply for it and I managed okay. to get it. And, uh, yeah, and from there on I've stayed in, in the consultancy side of it. Um, because it's what I really enjoy. I really enjoy um, setting up uh, software solutions. I really enjoy training people and interacting with people and that sort of thing. So I, I really, um, yeah, enjoy that side of it. So that's that's how I ended up yeah. as a consultant, yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, you've been a consultant for, for a long time now. Um, you know, how how is it? You know, to work in a, as a consultant for 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 HR for HR tech company, I'm I'm most interested in, interested to know like what what are the must-haves that you feel that a consultant needs to have? Of course, I guess the passion for HR tech, the yeah. passion to have people around and, and to improve people's lives. But what else do you think are the the must-haves of a consultant in HR tech? Um, I think you have to be flexible. You have to be. You have to have the ability to think on your feet and change direction fairly quickly, um, depending on what the customer wants. It's really, really important to listen, to listen to what the customer wants, to get a really good idea of their business and understand their business and understand what they want to gain from doing 
and HR implementation. So I think those skills and the and the ability to be fairly agile and, you know, um, as I said before, you've got to keep up with the latest tech, so you've got to understand it. Um, if they're talking to you, if a client's talking to you, they expect that you will know um, the latest HR landscape. Uh, yeah. that the latest changes. So you've got to keep up with the legislation and all of that sort of thing. But I think consulting now is quite different in the COVID era than yeah. it was before then. Um, there used to be a huge amount of travel. So you were always travelling. You were always on the road. Um, and so you lived out of um, hotel rooms and things like that. But now we've moved into the doing things online. Um that's good in some ways because you're not doing so much travel, but on the other side, you're not physically meeting people and so you're not building that relationship. And I think that's one of the most important things um, that a consultant can have. You have to be good at building relationships. You have to be genuinely interested in people and um, and not just in a business sense, just interested in them as a person. And that transfers to um, it, um, it it all coming together um, on the side of an implementation because you form a relationship. And I, I find it's all about relationships. You know, I've I've got some people that I've worked with over the years, clients, and I still keep in touch with them. So oh, that's amazing. Yeah, and so it's kind of, it's just, it's it's relationship. It's all about relationship and, and all of the things that come with building a relationship. And I think you have to genuinely like people. To work as a consultant, you have to genuinely like people. So, <laughs> you know, you, you're going to meet some um, some interesting characters along the way, but most people, sure. yeah, are generally, um, they're like you and I. They're just out there making a living and they want to make the best of it and enjoy what they do. Absolutely. That's that's uh, very interesting. So, from what you're saying, do you miss traveling? Do you meet meeting people in person? I'm sure. I I do. I miss it. I miss it a little bit. Well, probably more than a little bit. <laughs> but I do miss it. But I, I think you and this is part of being flexible and and being able to pivot quite quickly. Um, you have to um, be able to adjust to whatever circumstances you find yourself in and um, you have to be flexible and you have to understand the limitations that we currently have. So, yeah, I really, I do miss meeting people. But then um, the other side of that is I'm working with a lot of global companies at the moment and so I was never going to travel to meet them anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, fair enough. <laughs> okay, maybe the business changed a bit as well for more global yes. companies because of of, of COVID. Yes. Um, I guess, yeah, we, we talked about the must-haves. Uh, let's talk about the challenges as well of, of being a, a consultant. Uh, I guess not being able to travel during this time is, uh, is already a challenge, uh, you know, for to get to know people and, and create and build those relationships. But what other challenge do you see um, a consultant normally has? Um, I think it's, um, you know, you're going into an organisation um, and whether that's online or physically, you're going into an organisation and you're bringing change to their organisation. And lots of people are very resistant to change. Yes. Um, and so they struggle with that whole, you're, you're changing what we're doing. I'm going to have to learn a new way and I don't want to learn a new way. And so I think it's, it's really good to have some understanding of 
um, people's thought processes and how to um, get the best out of the situation that you're in, particularly change management. You're part of, in an implementation as a consultant, you're part of this big change management machine that there's a lot of people in the organisation don't want change. They can't yeah. see the need for change. And so that's one of the challenges to get alongside those people and help them understand that there is a need for change and that you're not the enemy. So it's that can be that that's one of the biggest challenges, I think, is um, trying to work out how to get the most from people. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you think um, as I was? Yeah, I was as I was thinking here, um, do you think? The fact that there is no, I think we can all agree with this, there is no perfect platform, you know, there is no perfect uh, system to actually, it's going to make your life easier 100%. You no, know, there's it's no, never going to happen. Do you, think, do you think that's also a, a challenge for that change management uh, mentality, you know, just because yes. you will never be able to satisfy a customer no. like 100%, 100%, right? Yeah, and I think you have to go for the 80-20 rule, right? So mm. 80% of it is really good and 20% of it there's going to be some workarounds or you're not going to be able to do it. But I think that helps if you really understand the product that you're taking to them. And I think if you're taking a product to them, you have to be honest. You have to be honest and you have to say it doesn't do that. It can do this, but it doesn't do that. And so it's understanding your product and it's understanding, um, you know, the impact it can have on the business. And sometimes they'll say, well, we want it to do this. Well, it's it's not going to be able to do that. It can do some of that, but some of it you're going to have to do manually. And so I think it's understanding every product has its limitations. Every software solution has, has its limitations. And so it's understanding your product really well and making sure that you're honest with um, with the people that you're dealing with and what it can and can't do. Yeah, that's. I think that's a very important point indeed to, to just keep it real, basically. Yeah, yeah you've um, got to be honest. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, now, you've been working... Lately, of course, with uh, with for Vision with uh, with NMS 365 uh, from uh, from Microsoft, I believe you worked with that be even before that. You always yeah. worked with Microsoft, or did you work with other platforms? No, I worked for I HR. Worked with, yeah, I worked with a lot of other platforms. Mm -hmm. I think Microsoft is the one, as you said. Nothing. It can't do it. Can't do everything. But I like Microsoft because um, it fits into the whole ERP solution. So it gives a whole of business solution. And so I like Microsoft because obviously that it, it works in with the Microsoft Office. It works in with Teams. So there's that integration there that you don't have to build. That you can. Yeah. That product comes with a, a kind of a, a ready written integration. And I think um, I, I like the product. I like the product. I understand its limitations, but overall it, it works really well. I, I think I started out on AX 2009 and then I went to AX 2012. Uh, and then there was a, a brief sojourn on uh, AX 7 and then we went to D365. Um, but I think I just like the Microsoft product, and I like um, how it all works together. And and as a as a, and particularly HR as a piece of the puzzle, if you like. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah, okay. Um, so that's that's good to that's good to get that uh, that uh, that idea of integrations. I think it's 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 really important. I don't I don't know if a lot of people think about that. Is the way how yeah. it integrates with systems that you probably don't even notice that you already use, and they are from Microsoft, right? Because yes. I think for a lot of us, we are so used to Microsoft Office, for example, yes. or Teams nowadays that you don't even realize it. Yeah. Oh. It's already Microsoft, so I can integrate this with a, a ERP software yes. or an HR software. So I think that's a, an important remark to, to make for sure. Yeah. Um, now, like on a big on a big view, what what do you think is the? Um, I would like to get your take on HR tech. Uh, what is the importance of it? You know, what, do you see people's lives, recruiters, HR professionals, IT lives change? Uh, when when you implement successfully one of these products, what do you think is the importance of HR tech? I think what it does is it it it, it gives them the ability to have some things that are automated that they were doing manually, and so it provides a much better solution so that they can concentrate on the things that are important. Um, so, but basically, on the tech side, you're taking away the mundane stuff that they have to do. Um, and you're you're letting them shine in the role that they have, right? Because they're mm. not spending their whole day um, filling in um, uh, filling in screens and putting that information in there. It, it frees frees them up to actually perform their role a lot better. And their role is obviously looking after uh, the people within an organisation. Uh, and that's that's very, very important. It's very important to look after the people within your organisation and have the time for them. It frees up their time so that they can um, do things that they usually don't have the time to do because they're too busy filling out forms or, you know, Excel working sheets. in spreadsheets. Yes. Yeah. And so it, it, it frees up their time so they have that available to them. Um, going back to that change management and the change that people don't like to do, do you think it's hard for them to realize that they're wasting a lot of time uh, with the, you know, with the with with tasks that actually shouldn't be those? Or there's a better way to do that. Do you think yeah. they 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 don't realize that at the at the beginning, and then they they end up thanking you? I don't know. Yes. I just I just want to to know like if there's a, such an example, you know. Yeah, there is. I, I think that in every implementation that you do, the reason that you're doing the implementation is because they want to have a better HR system. So at the end of it, they always have a better HR system. And so they there's always that when you're coming in and you're doing the initial stages and they're not sure you're going to be able to provide. And then there's the, but I like doing it this way because I have more control over it and I don't necessarily trust computers. And yeah. then the at the end of it, you've got the, this is awesome. Now I can do all that stuff that I haven't been doing because I've been taken up with the process. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's and really that, nice. That happens in every implementation, every implementation. It's the same. There's always that resistance in the middle piece where they're saying this isn't working properly because um, they don't understand it. They can't get it to work properly. They have to, change how they do things uh, and, and you know anytime you're doing change and new learning it's difficult everybody struggles with absolutely that. yeah so yeah so it, i think it in every in every area well. 
I think yeah. it happens in every in every area, yes. even in your personal life when you need to change something at your place and oh, now I need to change this uh, this wall or yeah. whatever. It's, ah, I don't want to do it. Look at this problem. And then at the end, yeah. you're like, this really looks nice. You know, this works. So, yeah, I think it happens the same uh, with uh, with HR tech, I guess. Yeah, it, it does. I mean, it's, I liken it. You go in, you've got a supermarket, right? And you go into the supermarket and you know where everything is. So you go yeah. in, you're up and down the aisles, you're getting everything. And then suddenly they change the layout. And you go in and you can't find anything. And there's always that sort of process in a project where people are going, I can't find it. This isn't working for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, but at the end of it, they get used to it, right? And so then then they're like, okay, this is awesome. Now I, I can do all this other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great analogy indeed. Um, so you're obviously uh, – well, we didn't mention that, I believe, in the beginning of the podcast. But you're 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 in Australia right now. Yes. I am in the in the Netherlands. Uh, you're working for an European-based company. Yes. Let's uh, let's say. So I would like to understand. Maybe it would be nice for people listening to to try to see if, if you can see any differences between the Australian market landscape in terms of uh, of HR tech uh, with with the contact that you've been having with uh, with with Europe or, or, or at least. With, with our colleagues, yeah. our consultant uh, colleagues. Yeah. What, uh, what do you think? I, I think that it, it doesn't matter which um, country you're dealing with. Everybody wants the same technology. And I think it's we're in a global world um, mm. and things have got a lot smaller in terms of companies because what companies are trying to do is they're trying to get all their systems working together. So they've got one source of truth for HR. They don't. They're not going to every different country and getting information. So I think um, I really enjoy working um, with global companies. Uh, uh, the time differences can be a little bit uh, yeah. disconcerting, yeah. <laughs> but but I think you adjust to it. And I, I really enjoy working with people that are as passionate as I am about HR. That's um, that's what I really enjoy. You know. Some accountants are really passionate about finance. I'm, I'm, um, I've come to the conclusion I'm really passionate about HR. I want to provide a good experience for everybody in the company. And I think, um, you know, when we're doing an implementation, always in the back of my mind is the is the user experience and what they're going to have available to them at the end of this, so that they can see the benefits of having an HR system. But I think in Australia, we're very much the same as um, all countries across the world. With COVID now, um, we have to have um, better policies in place, better systems in place to manage our people and to keep track of what's happening with our people. Um, and so I think Australia is very much uh, the same as the rest of the world. There's not a huge amount of difference. I think they're all looking towards the same thing, which is better HR systems. Mm, okay. Okay, that's fair. Fair enough. Uh, sort of a last question. Um, it's the future. You know, the future of uh, yeah. of HR of HR technology. Obviously, you have a lot of experience with it. You see some trends, of course, in in the Australian uh, in the Australian market. So, I, I would like just to get your your opinion or your feeling about where where is HR technology leading us. You know, uh, what what is your opinion on that? Okay, I think I think the technology is leading us to, and I've touched on it at different points. It's leading us to manage the people within our organisation better. 
to provide more help systems, to provide a better understanding of the of the business requirements for the people within the business so yeah. that they have a better understanding of what the business is looking for. There's um, obviously one of the big trends um, is health and safety. Um, and so that's one of the things that's really um, is starting to take on um, a little bit of momentum um, where people are saying, yes, we have to have a health and safety system. We have to uh, be able to analyse the risk. You know, if we've got people that are um, that are, are working on their own, how are we managing them? If they're working remotely, how are we managing them to make sure they feel part of the organisation and they can also do their job? So there's those sorts of things that are happening in, in terms of the landscape. So I think um, it, HR has always been one of those kind of afterthoughts, right? Uh, we keep yeah. We keep the information on an employee so that we can pay them. But now what they're saying, what people are understanding is they need to actually um, have better systems in place to manage their people and to look after them and to, um, I suppose, in some sense, to keep them, uh, keep them and their knowledge within the company. It's really important that um, you, people feel important, that they feel like uh, they're contributing to the business. So, and of course, now, now that we're in the online world, um, yeah. people can be around a lot more. And so it's kind of like, okay, how, how are we providing? What are we doing for career path planning? What are we doing for succession planning? How are we managing that for our employees? So they're, they're doing, um, uh, within your organisation, they are growing uh, in terms of their career and what they want to do. So that's... That's what that's those are the sort of things that I see coming out of HR and becoming more important. All right, interesting. Okay, I I sort of run, run out of questions. I think this went um, really well. I just want to yeah to thank you for 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 taking the time and uh, and talking to me the, this morning this afternoon for you. Uh, do you have any any final remarks? Something that you would like to to say? I think if uh, I think look if you've got a, a passion for people and you enjoy meeting people uh, certainly consider being a consultant it's one of the most rewarding things you can do that's a nice message to end this one all right Jenny thank right. you so much for your time and um, yeah we'll talk later okay thank you thanks